please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Hey everybody, this is attorney Wesley White with McIntyre Elder Law. Today I wanted to talk to you about um, kind of a unique topic which some of you may have heard about, but it's called a will caveat. Most of you have probably heard of a last will and testament. Uh, many of you probably have one or your parents have one or you've had a loved one pass away and they've had to, or you or somebody, somebody else has had to, to probate that will at the, uh, at the courthouse. But some of you might be familiar with the fact that you can actually challenge the validity of a will or you can actually have someone challenge the validity of your will. And so that's why it's important to make sure that you do have a valid will. But let's talk a minute about what it is to challenge a will and what the procedure or what takes place if a will is actually being challenged. In North Carolina, challenging the validity of a will is called a caveat. That's C-A-V-E-A-T. And what that is, that allows someone, it might be the heir of an estate or the relative or loved one, of the person who passed away to come into court and try to tell the court that, hey, this will here is not valid. And there's typically a couple, a couple, three basis to say that a will is not valid. One of the first, uh, one of the first basis of challenging a will is to say that the will was, is not valid because the person who signed it didn't actually have the capacity to sign the will. Best example would be if someone with <clears throat> advanced dementia who, who doesn't even know, you know what their name is, what day of the week it is, what year it is, they don't really have the capacity to sign a will. And what we call that is we say that they have lack of testamentary capacity. They, they, didn't, they weren't in their right mind to be able to make that will. So if you ever come across, you know, a will that was signed by someone that had advanced dementia, maybe they were in a coma, they had amnesia, anything that would not allow them to understand what they were signing, that will could be challenged. You could, you could file a caveat based on them lacking the capacity to sign the will. That's one way. Another way is if the will was signed, but the, but it was signed under undue influence. Best example would be, let's say, you know, somebody moves in with, with your elderly mother, a caretaker, for example, and they're the only person who's been around your mother for months and years on end. They pay their bills, they, they feed them dinner, they bathe them, and essentially they say, hey, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna feed you and bathe you and take care of your house unless you sign this will leaving everything to me. Well, mom may have good mental capacity to sign it. She may understand what she's signing, but she was influenced unduly. She was unduly influenced by that caretaker. Basically, she's held hostage. If I don't sign this will, I'm not going to get dinner tonight. I'm not going to get my house taken care of. I'm not going to get a bath. And so if, if a situation like that happened, you or, or a loved one could file a caveat on the basis of undue influence uh, because it's not, it's not right. The circumstances under which that will were signed 
is not is not right. You you always want to have a will signed without any duress, um, without any any influence. You do it freely of your own will. And then lastly, you can also contest a will uh, by means of a caveat. If the will itself is fraudulent, and an example of that would be is if literally someone forged a signature on a will and got a notary to forge the notary as well. And obviously that's clearly, that's clearly fraud because a will, a valid will in North Carolina must be signed by the person making that will. It has to be witnessed by two people and it has to be notarized. And if those three things didn't happen, if somebody just, you know, an estranged cousin forges your loved one's name on that will, that's, that's fraud. And a caveat can be brought on the basis of fraud as well. Often, we see caveats based on all three things. You might have a situation where there was undue influence, there was a lack of capacity, and there was some fraud involved. And so it's important when you get into the area of probate, um, if, you, if you think a loved one's will has any issue, if you think it's not valid, if somebody exerted some un undue influence over your loved one and caused them to leave all their property, all their money, all their things that they worked their whole life for to one person who, who normally wasn't around, maybe they left it all to a church or just something that doesn't seem right, that might be right for a caveat. And here at, here at McIntyre Elder Law, we we litigate caveats and we do challenges to wills all the time. Um, it, it's a it's an it's a ugly necessity, but sometimes it, you you find yourself in that situation. But that's why it's also important that if that if you are doing a will, make sure that your will has everything buttoned up. Make sure the I's are dotted, the T's are crossed. That you that you are signing this will in front of witnesses and that you are of clear mental capacity. No one's making you do it. And then that way, down the road, when you pass away, no one's going to come in and try to challenge your will on the basis of one of these issues that I've talked about. Come see us here at the firm and we can help you uh, with a caveat. We can help you defend against the caveat filing and we can help you make sure that you have your estate planning squared away so that you have peace of mind that when things, uh, when it comes time to probate your estate, things are going to go smoothly and your wishes are going to be carried out just as you wrote them down. Until next time, I hope everyone has a good holiday season. Thanks. Life is busy, we all know. We put off planning till things get slow. Tomorrow's never promised today. Don't get too busy and let it all slip away. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Foundational planning or more complex. We can help when you're perplexed. If a loved one needs long-term care, we can help avoid some of the scare. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Estate planning benefits and even probate. We take the planning piece off your plate. If you or your spouse were in the military, we can help with benefits for your family. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law.